gather near The doctors in the house So lend them your ears The things he can say Might even make your day He might even help your pain go away The doctor is in the house The doctor is in the house Let the doctor know what's bothering you Dr. Ron, unfiltered, uncensored, bringing you another great podcast today with a very special guest in the uh, name Ross Pelton. Ladies and gentlemen, as I do every week, I want to welcome you with an attitude of gratitude. And having an attitude of gratitude makes you a kinder person. We become more trusting, more social, more appreciative. As a result, it makes us friendlier and even deepens our existing relationships. Ladies and gentlemen, this program contains general medical information. The medical information heard on this program is not advice and should not be treated as such. You are encouraged to confirm any information obtained from this program with other sources and review all information regarding any medical condition or treatment with your physician. So, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for that I, I have, uh, haven't received so many emails in quite a while at docronradio at gmail.com. After last week's program with Professor Peskin, uh, he really <clears throat> educated us on uh, fish oils, the uh, antifreeze for deep water fish, and why we should be using parent omega oils, P-O, parent omega essential oils, POEs. So I thank you for that. I hope I answered all your questions. The ones I couldn't answer, Professor Peskin was taken care of, and I want to thank him for that. Um, and I just want to say that I, I appreciate your comments that uh, we, we've changed the mission of this podcast to one of education and news you can use uh, rather than just giving you information. We want you to become educated, and, and we want you to be able to make your own medical decisions. So we want you to be the CEO of your own body, and to do that, you have to have information. We hope to bring you credible information on these podcasts from here on out. Now, next week, I want to give you my take on the coronavirus and, and what's going on and uh, talk a little bit about the CDC, WHO, and, and some of these other organizations that are involved. Uh, I have a gentleman that uh, speaks Chinese and just came back, and uh, he's given me a lot of good information I want to share with you. Uh, but I tell you what, we have uh, something going on right now, 
that's killing 250,000 Americans each year. And another 440,000 each year. Nobody's talking about it. And as I told you last week, medical errors kill 250,000 Americans each year. Much more than the flu. When you include diagnostic errors of remission and failure to follow guidelines, the number of preventable hospital deaths skyrockets to 440,000 per year. And this probably is just a, a, a hint of the true enormity of this problem. We have an epidemic going on right under our eyes, and nobody's talking about it. Doctors are the third leading cause of death. I am an MD. I know, know what I'm talking about here. I hate to tell you this. This is my profession. I've given 55 years of my life to this profession. But we have to be aware of it, and we need to be educated. As Dr. Powers from the Pennsylvania Medical Society told us last month, most of the care is probably going to be given to you by nurse practitioners. They're going to be allowed to bill the same fee as your family medical doctor. Your family medical doctor has twelve to 14,000 hours of training. The average nurse practitioner, 600 hours. So I want you to keep that in mind when you, when you, get, when you have a problem. And we'll talk a little bit about a little bit more about that next week. But this week we have a tremendous guest, uh, Ross Pelton. He's a pharmacist. He's a nutritionist. He's an author. He's an educator. He's widely recognized as the world's leading authority on drug-induced nutrient depletions. He was named one of the top 50 most influential pharmacists in the United States by the American Druggist Magazine for his work in natural medicine. And guess what? He also knows a lot about the microbiome. And maybe you haven't heard about it or you really don't know what it is or you heard it. And, and we did have a couple podcasts on it. Maybe you forgot about it. But these microbes, these bacteria, these fungi, they're living in our gut. That's called the gut microbiota or gut microbiome. They say our gut is inhabited by 100 trillion. That's a one by, followed by 14 zeros. And that's a lot of bacteria. And we'll, we'll, I'm sure, well, if he does, if, if Mr. Pelton does it, we will talk about how many cells in our body. But this, this, this bacteria in our gut can weigh anywhere between two tenths and one kilogram. 2.2 kilograms in a pound, one kilogram of germs in your body linked to all kinds of diseases like chronic fatigue, Parkinson's disease, ladies and gentlemen. My interest in the microbiome is EMFs, and we'll get into that a, a little bit later. But if you look at the articles that are coming out, uh, EMF and the microbiome, is your mobile phone destroying your digestion? Evidence of a brain microbiome. Guess what? The brain We'll talk more about that at some point in time. But uh, gut microbiome opens a new and exciting chapter in science. Chronic fatigue and Parkinson's disease linked to gut bacteria. How your oral health contributes to your general well-being. So you see where, where everything is going here. This microbiome is called the third brain. 
been undetected for lots of years. It's like the operating system of our of our body. So without further ado, let me introduce uh, Ross Pelton, and uh, he can bring you up to date on what he's been doing. But I thought we'd, we'd start out, uh, of course, by getting him on the air, which I'm taking too much time talking, but uh, let's just talk about what the microbiome is and, uh, and its importance. So without further ado, uh, Mr. Ross Pelton, the world's pharmacist. Good, e- good afternoon, sir. Hi there, Dr. Ron. It's really a pleasure to be on with you, so I appreciate the invitation and the opportunity to speak with you and your listening audience. Uh, so, yes, let's start with the microbiome. It's a, a fascinating topic, and the scientific exploration in the microbiome has been accelerating at light speed, virtually. Um, the U.S. government funded a project called the Human Microbiome Project. And that allowed the funding to increase the scientific research into the microbiome. And as a result, hundreds and hundreds of studies have been published in the last 20 years. And what we're learning about the microbiome is that this collection of bacteria in your gastrointestinal tract is really regulating a great deal of your human health. And so you called it the second brain or the third brain. uh, Dr. Michael Gershon wrote a book called Your Second Brain, which talks about the, the gut nervous system. But now we understand that the gut microbiome, the bacteria, regulate the gut mucus, uh, nervous system, and there's the gut brain communication. So it's all interconnected. And these bacteria that reside in the gut are controlling a great deal of your health and your well being. So the next step that's really quite exciting for me is that. Uh, Last year, I created a presentation titled Postbiotic Metabolites, the New Frontier in Microbiome Science. And that talk got me invited to speak at a lot of medical conferences and health conferences and microbiome conferences, both in the United States and around the world. I spoke in Japan and Canada and Russia and Lithuania last year on this topic. Mm. So scientists around the world are excited about this new frontier in the microbiome. And what we're learning, Ron, is that it's not the bacteria that are so important. It's the compounds that the bacteria create when they digest and ferment the fibers in the food that you eat. These secondary metabolites are called postbiotic metabolites. And these are the master regulating health control compounds in the human body. So these postbiotic metabolites have anti-inflammatory activity. They regulate your immune system. They regulate gut-brain communication. They reestablish healthy acid-base balance in the gut. They have detoxification capabilities. It is incredible the range of activities that these postbiotic metabolites have. This gives us a renewed interest in how important the bacteria are, but you also have to learn how to feed your bacteria well. If you don't feed your bacteria well, they will not thrive and survive. So there's really two pieces to the puzzle, Dr. Ron. It's good bacteria, but you also have to have a good fiber-rich diet because fiber is the food for your probiotic bacteria. And it's not just a quantity of fiber, it's the diversity of fiber. 
all ecosystems are more stable and more resilient if they are diverse. If we look at the Amazon rainforest, it's a, the most complex ecosystem on Earth, but diversity is critical. And one of the problems in the Amazon rainforest is that they're cutting down the rainforest to plant rubber plantations and grow cattle. And so we're losing an enormous amount of the diversity, which is weakening the ecosystem. Well, the gastrointestinal ecosystem or a microbiome ecosystem it operates in a similar fashion. A diverse microbiome, meaning a wide range of different types of bacteria, is a more stable, more healthy microbiome. And we know from studies that indigenous cultures, like the hunter-gatherers in East Africa and the Yanomani Indians in the Amazon jungle, these uh, primitive hunter-gatherer cultures consume eight to ten times more fiber per day than the average American, and they have twice the microbiome diversity. And so this is giving us a deep insight into a lot of the current health problems in the United States. And Ross, can I just interrupt you? Can I just interrupt sure. you for a second? Uh, yeah, jump in. Okay, no, I'm just 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 to, to clear things up. Uh, if you take antibiotics and you or you 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 prep for a colonoscopy and you wipe everything out. You bet. Right now. Do you, do you or do you not have to repopulate that bacteria with some kind of supplement, or are you saying that you could just do it with fiber? That, that, that I'm, I'm confused. I'm, I'm, yeah, good question. Thank you for bringing that up, and I'll clarify it. After you take antibiotics, or if you have a colonoscopy, and, and beyond antibiotics, Dr. Ron, I've created a new class of drugs that I call microbiome-disrupting drugs. So there's many other different types of drugs beyond antibiotics that disrupt your microbiome, but antibiotics are the worst. And following a course of antibiotics, it's critical that you consume good quality probiotics, but you also have to consume fiber because if those bacteria don't find fiber in the gut, they can't create the postbiotic metabolites that regulate your health. And so it's not just probiotics. There's two pieces of the puzzle, bacteria and fiber. And one of the studies I presented in my seminar, Dr. Ron, reported that 90% of American children and adults do not consume the recommended daily allowance of fiber. So I think there's millions and millions of people taking probiotics that get very little benefit from them because they're not consuming uh, high-fiber diet, and a diverse range of different types of fiber. Okay, so it, it, it is a combination of both a, a, that, that is important for our listeners to, to understand. that they, that the, and, I, and, and maybe we could talk about how the microbiome changes with age even, but they have, to, they have to supplement, but if they just supplement without adding fiber, uh, they're probably not helping themselves. Is that true? You're right. It's marginal benefit at best if they're not consuming a fiber-rich diet. Okay. So, and, and ladies and gentlemen, they, they, these bacteria in our gut are incredible. I mean, they, they do a lot of good. I mean, from vitamins and uh, short-chain fatty acids. And maybe we can talk just a little bit about what these bacteria do for us uh, and why they're important for us because uh, we can't live without them. 
You bet. So um, you just mentioned one class of postbiotic metabolites, Dr. Ron, the short-chain fatty acids. So these are compounds that have weakly acidic activity, short-chain fatty acids. And so one of the things they do is create the optimal acid-base balance in the GI tract, just slightly acidic, which is the optimal acid-base range to promote good bacteria and suppress the growth of pathogens. So it's part of your immune system in that it suppresses the growth of pathological bacteria. These short-chain fatty acids also um, have anti-inflammatory activity. And when people have gut problems, they have inflammation. And that, that the lining of the GI tract is inflamed. You need to suppress that inflammation. And you also want to accelerate the growth of healthy new cells in the lining of the GI tract. And the short-chain fatty acid called butyrate is the primary fuel for the cells that line the GI tract. So butyrate will accelerate the growth of healthy new epithelial cells in the GI tract after you have dysbiosis and inflammation in the gut. So that's just one class of postbiotic metabolites. Hmm. In a book called The Gut-Mind Connection, the author, which is he's a very well-known scientist uh, physician in the microbiome arena, his name is... Uh, Dr. Mayer, and he postulates in his book that your bacteria with the, their millions of genes probably are capable of creating hundreds of thousands of metabolites. So we're just starting to learn about this whole new frontier, which is the control mechanism for the health of your whole body made by the bacteria digesting fiber to create these postbiotic metabolites. Another critical part of your immune system, Dr. Ron, are postbiotic metabolites called antimicrobial peptides. These are natural antibiotics that your bacteria make to kill pathogens and keep you in a healthy state rather than getting overburdened by pathological bacteria. And so we generally think of a healthy microbiome as being roughly about 85 or 90% good bacteria and only 10 to 15% bad bacteria. We all have some bad bacteria, but balance is the key. If you have predominantly good bacteria, then a few bad bacteria are not gonna cause any problems. But after you disrupt things with an antibiotic or a colonoscopy or just junk food diets, it's high sugar and processed carbohydrates and bad fats, you will promote the growth of bad bacteria and that then creates this problem of dysbiosis, which has got gut inflammation. And what we're learning is that gut inflammation creates leaky gut. And leaky gut means you have contents from the GI tract that are starting to leak into your systemic circulation, and that causes a whole range of autoimmune diseases and metabolic diseases and things like autism and ADD and ADHD are associated with leaky gut. A lot of the doctors are trying to fix the heads of all these kids that have autism and ADD and ADHD. They've got to look at the gut. If you don't clean up the gut and correct this leaky gut intestinal permeability problem, you'll continue to have a problem. When you have leaky gut, you have leaky brain, meaning the blood-brain barrier. If you have gut inflammation, you have brain inflammation. It all starts in the gut. So this is a really critical problem that we're touching on today, Dr. Ron. Uh, it is, and it, it's really critical, and, it, and it's very apropos now with this uh, 
quote unquote uh, coronavirus because, as you said, 70 or 80 percent of our immunity is in the lining of our gut with this microbiome. So, you know, people are, are doing or they're wearing masks and so forth, but they're going down and having a candy bar. Uh, they are not really helping their immunity. And that's I really just want to stress to our audience uh, the importance of, of the gut microbiome for your immunity. That's where it all is in that second or third brain, whatever you want to call it. And we really have to pay attention to it. Exactly. Uh, and um, Go ahead. No, I was just going to say, so let's, let's, let's go back to birth. Okay. So there's some people that say that the, 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 the uh, uh, microbiome starts in the placenta, whatever. Do you think there's a difference between vaginal birth and the baby being populated with bacteria from the mother's vagina versus a cesarean? And do you have any, any, any uh, insight into that just from starting from birth? Well, I have a lot to say about that. It's a really critical problem. Um, a normal vaginal delivery um, is when the infant gets exposed to its initial population of good bacteria. When it travels down the vaginal canal, most people have either seen a baby being born or their own child being born or seen pictures of it. When that baby comes out, it's really covered with slimy mucus. That is the mucus contains the microbiome from the mother's vaginal canal, and some of that gets in the infant's mouth, travels down its digestive tract, and starts the process of building a healthy microbiome in the infant. And during the first six months of life, the primary job of the microbiome is to train the immune system for life. And if a child gets born with a cesarean section, does not travel down the mother's vaginal canal and get exposed to that initial population of good bacteria, that child's microbiome and immune system are compromised for the rest of their life. I recommend the parents who have to give birth with a C-section immediately take capsule of Dr. O'Hara's probiotics, which is a brand that I feel is the best probiotic in the world, bite the capsule, squeeze the contents out under their fingertip, and start to swish that around the inside of their infant's mouth when the infant is just one day old. You want to get those good bacteria in that infant so the infant can start to build a healthy microbiome. The same with breastfeeding. There's a... Go ahead. No, I was just saying, you you answered a question I had. I mean, I'm I'm aware of the difference between a vaginal birth versus a cesarean section, but you just answered how you start populating that, 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 that young infant. You got And another thing, Dr. Ron, is the importance of breastfeeding. There's a lot of women who, for one reason or another, either can't or don't want to breastfeed. Sometimes work and, and just life's challenges make it difficult for women to breastfeed. Breast milk contains a significant amount of compounds that is of no value to the infant. And for a long time, scientists were puzzled. Why would nature create a situation where mother's milk contains a lot of compounds that is of no use to the infant? We now understand that those compounds that are of no use to the infant travel down to the infant's large intestine and colon, and there it is the food for the good bacteria to support their growth and their uh, population. So these undigestible carbohydrates in mother's milk are the primary food for the microbiome for the infant. 
So not only is a vaginal birth important, but breastfeeding on a regular basis for at least six months if possible is really important to support the baby's immune system and let that microbiome train the immune system when the baby is an infant. I think this is great information, ladies and gentlemen, that this microbiome, when you read it, it could consume you. I mean, it affects almost everything that I was reading this week. I mean, it affects our brains. We already talked somewhat about the gut-brain axis. Uh, you know, it may even have something to do with our mood. I don't have a lot of experience with this. Maybe uh, Ross does. About, uh, you know, because it does uh, uh, when it's disturbed, can you know you're more susceptible to inf- infection and inflammation? And remember how we've talked about for the past year, inflammation is the basis of most chronic diseases. Well, gosh, it could start in the gut with a lousy diet or with uh, with nutrient depleting drugs, uh, which uh, Ross Pelton is is an expert on. So maybe spend a, a minute or so, maybe it could, it, and, and talk about the microbiome and our mood and depression. And maybe uh, a couple cognitive of, function. Yeah, there, there's a number of things I'd like to stress here. Um, I had a couple of thoughts that I wanted to get in before we get off on another aspect of the microbiome. I talked about the importance of a fiber diet, and I just want to emphasize something I think is really important here. Um, if you don't feed your probiotic bacteria well, Right. All, all living things need to eat, need to consume nourishment for their life cycle. Just as we do, and just as animals forage for food, your bacteria need to be fed also. And if you don't feed them well, then your bacteria will begin to eat you. Did you hear mm. what I said? Huh. If people don't consume a high-fiber diet, if those bacteria don't get the fibers that they need, then they start to auto-digest your digestive tract and the mucus barrier in your gastrointestinal tract to get nourishment. And when they break down that mucus barrier because they're being starved, then that, the digestive juices and the pathological bacteria in your gut have direct access into the lining of the GI tract, and it opens up leaky gut and starts the whole process of autoimmune diseases. So you've got to consume a high-fiber diet or your bacteria will start to consume the mucus layer that's a critical protective layer in your gastrointestinal tract. And we now know that this intestinal, intestinal permeability or leaky gut is the doorway to all of the autoimmune diseases and metabolic diseases like type 2 diabetes and things like rheumatoid arthritis and I mentioned autism and ADD and ADHD. All of those things are connected to leaky gut. And the microbiome is critical for maintaining a healthy GI tract and not having this leaky gut conditions arise. And so we just need to really emphasize to people how important it is to learn how to create and maintain a healthy microbiome, which is good quality probiotics and a diverse range of different types of fiber so that the different types of bacteria can produce a wide, diverse range of postbiotic metabolites to regulate your health. So here we go again, listeners. We talk about if you don't put the right fuel in your body, you know, you don't put diesel fuel in a gas car here now. Now let's connect the dots with this one. These bacteria, if they're going to thrive, if you don't give them the right fuel, you're not helping yourself. They're not going to colonize. That's what I'm getting from this. 
So, so I'm getting that the diet has a larger effect on these, these, these bacteria, this microbiome, than I ever thought about it, and maybe even more important than the probiotic supplement. You're right. And here's a couple of other studies I've just been writing about. And I did a, a big presentation for a national group of brokers yesterday. There's two studies that were published in January of 2020, so they're very current. One of these studies, the results determined that your microbiome is a more accurate predictor of your health than your human DNA and your human genome. Hmm. And the second study announced that your microbiome is a more accurate predictor of your lifespan than your human genome and your own human DNA. So this provides even a more deeper insight into how critically important your microbiome is. Wow. Ladies and gentlemen, we're speaking with Ross Pelton, a, a, over 30 years of uh, research and scientific experience. He has a website, The Natural Pharmacist, naturalpharmacist.net. Uh, he is, uh, as his website states, uh, currently the scientific director for Essential Formulas. Uh, as a pharmacist, he's an expert on pharmaceutical drugs and their life-altering side effects. Uh, already, we, we have some key points to take away from today's uh, uh, discussion on the microbiome. And, and one that we can't forget, and I think he just uh, stressed it, is the diet. And I guess that's why my son-in-law, who's an endocrinologist in Spain, always talks about his Mediterranean diet with his patients because he mentioned something to me, and I didn't really understand it until just now. And, and he was talking about butyrate, and uh, apparently that's that's an, that's really important for our microbiome. And a Mediterranean diet apparently is high in butyrate. Yep, you're right. You're right. Yep, butyrate wow. is the primary fuel for the cells that line the GI tract. That is they incredible. have the, the highest and fastest turnover of any cell in the human body. People don't realize that they make an entire new gastrointestinal tract every seven to ten days. That the cells are turning over incredibly fast. The cycle of sevens is incredible in in in, in studying medicine. Uh, every seven years, you turn over your body cells. I mean, it's an yeah. incredible number. We won't go there today. All right, so we have so the I microbiome. One more topic I'd like to sneak in here on the microbiome, if I could, Dr. Ron. Absolutely. Um, so I've been emphasizing the importance of these postbiotic metabolites. Well, um, there's a product made in Japan called Dr. O'Hara's Probiotics. It's made differently than every other probiotic in the world. Dr. O'Hara created a system to produce his probiotics. They have a sterile warehouse with large 80-gallon fermentation vats. In the production process, they start out with dozens of different types of organically grown food. They're Japanese fruits and mushrooms and vegetables and seaweeds and so forth. Dozens of different types of foods go into these fermentation vats along with 12 different strains of bacteria. And then the bacteria get to digest and ferment the fibers in these foods for three to five years before the product is encapsulated. And during the years of fermentation, the bacteria are breaking down the fibers and producing a multitude of these postbiotic metabolites. So when Dr. O'Hara's probiotics are encapsulated, it's not just probiotic bacteria. It contains probiotic bacteria, some of the supportive prebiotic fibers, but most importantly, it contains over 500 of these postbiotic metabolites. 
And so this is the only product like this in the world. And when people have gastrointestinal problems, we call it dysbiosis. That's a term that just relates to gut problems like gas and bloating and diarrhea and constipation and pain and inflammation. Those gut problems are some of the most common health conditions, the reason that people go to doctor's offices. And if people just take a regular probiotic with bacteria in a capsule, those bacteria need to survive the transit through the harsh acidic environment in the gut. And then when they arrive in the small intestine, they have to locate fiber-rich foods and start the process of converting those fibers into the postbiotic metabolite. That all takes time. When you consume and ingest Dr. O'Hara's probiotics, you're directly ingesting over 500 postbiotic metabolites that immediately go to work, reducing the inflammation, accelerating the growth of healthy new epithelial cells, rebalancing the acid-base level, reestablishing gut-brain communication, reestablishing the immune system. So this is the fastest, most effective way to accomplish transformations in the microbiome ecosystem, directly ingesting these postbiotic metabolites in Dr. O'Hara's probiotics that are produced in a multi-year fermentation process. I just want to get that in for folks because it's a really new understanding of how to regulate health in the GI tract by directly ingesting these postbiotic metabolites. And the pharmaceutical industry now, Dr. Ron, is also starting to see the wisdom of this. There are a lot, there's a lot of research dollars going into developing drugs based on these postbiotic metabolites because pharmaceutical companies know these will be safer to use, a lot less research and development to bring them to market, and they'll immediately produce positive benefits. But I'm no great fan of the pharmaceutical industry. I'd like to teach, teach people how to do this on a natural way, which is with a healthy, diverse, fiber-rich diet and, of course, other good lifestyle habits that you and I always promote. That's, that's really interesting. And, and since you brought it up, why don't you just spell that for our listeners and so they can they can look it up and, 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 and see what you're talking about. Sure. Dr. O'Hara, it's O-H-H-I-R-A, Dr. O'Hara's probiotic. And a company in Dallas, Essential Formulas, has the sole rights to import and market Dr. O'Hara's probiotic in the United States, Mexico, and Canada. And you can get a tremendous amount of information on Dr. O'Hara's probiotic by going to EssentialFormulas.com. Okay. And, and uh, remember, ladies and gentlemen, if you miss any of this, uh, if you're not savvy to uh, using a computer too much, I mean, you could always go to Block Talk Radio, Dr. Ron Unfiltered, Uncensored. All 300 and some of our podcasts are there. You know, we're on Alexa. Alexa, if you ask Alexa for Dr. Ron Unfiltered, Uncensored, it'll bring up the latest episode. Uh, Google Play, Pandora Radio now carries our podcast. Uh, iHeartRadio, TuneIn Radio, Spotify, Dr. Ron Unfiltered, Uncensored. Uh, just mention uh, Ross Pelton, P-E-L-T-O-N. You'll be able to listen to this episode again. And, and just like last week when we really couldn't find a good study that proved that fish oils were any benefit, in fact, we found that, that most of them were toxic, and we found the Cochrane Review of 25,000 uh, patients and five studies couldn't come up with anything positive. I'm thinking if we looked at the literature and we looked at 
the probiotics that are just picked up over the counter at uh, Walmarts or whatever, uh, they probably are, are worthless. And if anybody did any studies on them, they probably uh, would, would fail. Is it right or wrong? You're right. If people go to a, one of the big box stores or a chain drug store and spend $9.95 for a bottle of 100 probiotics, they're getting exactly what they're paying for. Pretty much. Right. Worthless, worthless material. And it doesn't matter if it's 2,000, 5,000, 10 million uh, colonization. They're, I, don't even, I don't even know how they come up with those numbers. But Oh, you know, that's another great topic I want to comment on. I'm glad you brought that point up, Dr. Ron. The, the term is CFU, stands for Colony Forming Units, and that's the way the probiotic industry measures the potency of the, the product. So some say each individual dose has 30 billion CFUs, and some say 50 billion CFUs, some say 100 CFUs. So there's this mistaken belief by most people that more is better, and there's this race among probiotic companies come out with products that have higher and higher counts of bacteria per dose. What people don't realize is that two of the most important factors for a healthy microbiome are balance and diversity. And if you take a probiotic product that has huge numbers of one or just several strains of probiotic bacteria, you are really working against balance and diversity. So it's not so much the numbers it's diversity, meaning a wide range of different strains. And Dr. Here at Probiotics has got 12 different strains of bacteria. But more importantly than that, it's critical to consume a diverse range of fiber-rich foods. That will, that's the only way you can develop a diverse microbiome, by consuming a wide range of different types of food to promote the growth of different types of bacteria so you'll get a wide range of different types of postbiotic metabolites that will regulate your health. Wow. Uh, you know, and, and while we're talking about lifestyle, you, you hear people talking about kefir and Greek yogurt and so forth. And what, what, what's your take on that? Well, there's some evidence that those foods are, are beneficial. Um, different types of yogurts are, have got a history of being beneficial. Um, certainly fermented foods are very beneficial. Things like kimchi and sauerkraut and so forth. Um, though, in fact, the, the process of fermentation, which has been used for thousands of years as a method of preserving food, the fermentation process is a process where bacteria are breaking down some of the fibers in the food and creating these acidic compounds like short-chain fatty acids and fulvic acids and nucleic acids and organic acids and all these slightly acidic compounds suppress the growth of pathogens. So that's why fermented foods are so healthy because you, they all contain probiotics and they've created the postbiotic metabolites that created an acidic situation or an acidic environment that suppress the growth of pathogens and support the growth and proliferation of good bacteria. So consuming uh, these fermented foods is a very health-oriented thing to do for your diet. Okay, so you you, you know you sort of in, you, you did answer the question why some of these studies, especially the ones I saw coming out of England and the BBC, uh, labeling probiotics as quite useless, is because 
they were just based on the CFUs, and they probably they probably didn't get pet by the gastric acids or the, or maybe you know another area where you're an expert in is, is you know people are taking proton pump inhibitors and Tagamet and so forth. How does you know, let's just talk about that for a second? How does that influence sure. the gut? Sure. Well, you know, earlier I mentioned that I've created a new class of drugs called microbiome disrupting drugs. And in fact, I'm the author of two books on the topic of drug-induced nutrient depletions. I'm the world's leading authority on this topic. I've written two books on drug-induced nutrient depletions. So I teach pharmacists and physicians and other healthcare professionals which nutrients are being depleted by the drugs that people are taking. And I also teach the general public this information so that what happens so frequently, Dr. Ron, is people go to the doctor and they get a drug prescription that they think is going to help them, but over time that drug is creating nutrient depletions. And down the road they get this nutrient depletion and they develop another symptom. They go to the doctor and they get another drug. But all they really need to know is which nutrient they should be taking to suppress the problem. When I wrote the Drug-Induced Nutrient Depletion Handbook, I was astounded to learn that oral contraceptives deplete more nutrients than any other class of drugs. So it's no wonder women have more problems with sleep and more problems with depression and a whole range of health-related things because millions of women are regularly taking oral contraceptives, which are depleting all the B vitamins and vitamin C and uh, things like minerals, uh, magnesium and selenium and zinc and tyrosine and tryptophan and coenzyme Q10 and glutathione. These are all depleted by oral contraceptives. So I really encourage women to take a broad range of nutritional supplements. And they also need to take some supplemental coenzyme Q10 because that's not going to be in most vitamin formulations that they're taking. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, where, where can our listeners get your book? Um, well, there, that's a good point. My two books are out of print, but I recently created a quick reference guide to drug-induced nutrient depletions, and I'm giving this away for free. So all of your listening audience, I'll send you the link after we get done with our interview, and you can publicize it on your website and the show notes so that people can get a free copy of my Drug-Induced Nutrient Depletion uh, Quick Reference Guide. and They can download it and have their own copy on their computer. And I trademarked a, a phrase that I'm using these days, let's make good health go viral. And my willingness to give away a free copy of my Drug-Induced Nutrient Depletion Quick Reference Guide is part of my professional commitment to make good health go viral, to help people improve their health and improve the quality of their life. I love it. I love it. Ladies and gentlemen, I'll, I'll get that out to you. And if you're listening, uh, uh, just just drop me a note at docronradio at gmail.com, docronradio at gmail.com. I'll get you that link. Uh, I, I do have that. Uh, that's how I was introduced to uh, our esteemed guest. Uh, he did send me that. I did look it over. Uh, and, you know, we could be doing a lot of things right, but you know, I live in a pretty nice community here in Southwest Florida, and, and last night I went to hear a jazz pianist play, and the guy sitting next to me, he said, I went to shake his hand. He said, I can't shake your hand. I'm on antibiotics. I said, what do you have? What kind of, do you have pneumonia? You have an infection? He said, no, I got a virus, and I'm on my second round of antibiotics because the doctor doesn't want it to go into my sinuses. And I said, oh, my God. You know, I, I just about had a seizure. I couldn't control myself. 
uh, yeah. and he's a guy that's so, you know, educated, ran a ran a ran a huge company, and yet he's just taken round upon round of antibiotics, and had no idea. He had no idea what it was doing to his body. How it was decreasing his yeah. immunity, not helping it. Yeah. So well, a lot of people don't realize, Doctor Ron, that that the one of the worst, most serious health crises worldwide is the rapid development of antibiotic resistant bacterial infections. A lot of people have heard about MRSA. Now there's bacteria and the Clostridium difficile is resistant to most antibiotics. In fact, a lot of people don't realize that Clostridium difficile infections are now killing more people in the United States than all the men that die from prostate cancer and all the women that die from breast cancer times two. Uh-huh. That is how serious this this Clostridium difficile um, antibiotic-resistant infections are. And now we've got antibiotic-resistant tuberculosis starting to gain ground, and there, there's dozens of these bacteria that have developed resistance to almost all the antibiotics that we use. It's because antibiotics are so overprescribed, and we're also using antibiotics in livestock and industry all the time. Uh, that's got to stop. It's just got to stop. So, ladies and gentlemen, the Mr. Pelham was talking about C. diff. You may have heard it as C. diff, and it 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 it, it is deadly. I didn't realize that the numbers were so high. That that that's mind-boggling. Yeah, yeah. mind-boggling. I've written a blog about it and posted it. Um, so it's a really critical issue. Um, if we got time, I'll, I'll, let me talk about another um, really important health issue here, Doctor Ron. Um, many of your listeners probably have heard you talk at one time or another about glutathione. I mean, Absolutely. Have you done any podcasts on that topic? We haven't done a, we haven't done a huge uh, we haven't done a, a, a podcast devoted to glutathione, but they they know about its antioxidant. But go ahead, let uh, let's let's uh, go for it. Glutathione is one of the most important compounds in the body. It's called the master antioxidant. It's made in every cell in your body. It probably protects more of your body than all the other antioxidants combined. Glutathione is also the master regulator of all your detoxification, and it's critical for the functioning of your immune system. And glutathione deficiency is associated with every single chronic degenerative disease. We now know that boosting your glutathione levels is one of the most proactive things people can do to improve their health and their longevity and their quality of life. Now, for a long time, you really couldn't take glutathione as a nutritional supplement because it gets broken down and destroyed and there's no value. So you didn't go to a health food store and and buy glutathione because it wasn't effective. Now, Essential Formulas has the sole rights to import and distribute the line of product called RegActive. That's spelled R-E-G apostrophe A-C-T-I-V. And these RegActive formulations contain a very unique strain of probiotic bacteria called Lactobacillus fermentum ME3. We just refer to it as ME3 for simplicity. This strain of bacteria synthesizes glutathione. So in a four-week clinical trial, people taking ME3 on a daily basis got a 49% increase in their glutathione levels. And studies show that it has anti-inflammatory activity. It kills some of the pathogens in the gut. Uh, So this is the most effective, cost-effective, and the most efficient way to daily boost your glutathione levels. And we now know that glutathione is a key biomarker of aging and that 
people know about telomeres and telomerase and, and how they are a biomarker of aging. We now know glutathione is the primary anti antioxidant that protects your telomeres from shortening. So glutathione is a critical biomarker of aging, and these regactive formulations with lactobacillus fermentum ME3 are available from essential formulas. It's the best way in the world, the most easiest and the most effective way in the world to boost your glutathione levels on a daily basis. Well, that's really important, and we, we should talk more about that, ladies and gentlemen, about glutathione and antioxidants. And uh, and one antioxidant I have to throw in here, uh, Ross, is melatonin, and most people don't think of it as an antioxidant, but when you don't get a good night's sleep, you don't get restorative sleep, you're missing out on one of the best antioxidants, in my opinion, and that's melatonin also. Mm-hmm. No, you're right. absolutely right. And sleep yeah. problems are an epidemic in our country also, and um, some people get benefit from fast-acting melatonin that just oral drops under the tongue that get fast, fast absorption that helps people get to sleep. For people that have difficulty waking up during the night, I recommend six-hour time-release melatonin that helps people stay, uh, stay asleep after they get to sleep. Excellent advice. And I, I just want to take a second because something came across my computer. About three weeks ago, we had our guest, uh, uh, Phil Safer from Alexa Company, and he makes a, a device to make your own colloidal silver. And he was talking about how you could, in, in his uh, nasal uh, misting uh, apparatus, you could put peroxide in with the colloidal silver. Well, a company in Delaware the state of Delaware has just got a contract for from China for a hundred million dollars for an a, a, a atomization a clinic a, a commercial atomizer that they're going to they start shipping over there and guess what it does <laughs> it atomizes yeah. colloidal silver and peroxide hydrogen peroxide so uh, uh, Phil as right. usual he's been ahead of the game every every time he's been a guest here about four or five times he's always ahead of the curve uh, so uh, yeah. yep. ladies and gentlemen we're talking with Ross Pelton the, uh, a leading uh, world authority uh, on drug induced nutrient depletions uh, very influential pharmacist so let's just summarize what we talked about today and uh, he can help me out here so we talked about the microbiome and it, it just about influences uh, every part of your body most importantly for this period of time with the virus flu scare and all that it is important for your immune function and maybe 70 or plus percent of your immune function is from your gut so if you have a, a dysbiotic gut if you have a gut that's not working properly your immune system is not working properly uh and it has a lot to do with the leaky gut leaky brain and and you know and we could go on and my 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 holy grail is the emfs and the cell phone up to your head that opens up the blood brain barrier it allows all the toxins into your brain so be careful of emf be careful of putting that cell phone up to your brain but be that as it may uh you know, it's probably important unless you're eating the absolute perfect diet and uh, or I, I gotta throw this in eating that buzz salad of yours uh, that was pretty good. Uh, yeah, you, you probably yeah, want to take a couple of the, the fiber gap too. That's critical. We talked about the fiber gap and how important it is for people to try to eat a, a more diverse, fiber-rich diet. And you're right. I encourage people to watch my eight-minute YouTube video on the, my salad buzz. That I've got uh, 14 to 16 different types of fiber foods in my salad. Yeah, I think that's great. And and, and there it is. You know. 
So, ladies and gentlemen, the, the microbiome is important. And as I, we've been talking about for this past year, the purpose of my podcast now, the Dr. Ron Unfiltered Uncensored, is to give you the education. We may not know all the answers, but we're going to at least maybe spur you to think creatively, to think critically. Uh, yeah, you know, the way the world's going, if you don't use your brain and you depend on the, the mainstream media for your news, you're not going to get it. You're not going to get the fact that over a quarter of a million people are dying from appropriately prescribed medication from doctors. You're, you're not going to get uh, the fact that there's different uh, supplements for the microbiome, that, you know, the CFU is not the only thing important. If it was, uh, you know, uh, well, it isn't, so it, that's not a problem. But you're not going to get the best stories about the uh, electromagnetic fields and how they're affecting your health and how they are the cigarettes of the future. We're living in experiment. So um, I'm going to ask the, Mr. Pelton uh, just to summarize for what, what he wants you to take home and, and give, give out, get, let him give you his information so you can go to his website and, 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 and see what he has to offer in, in in the form of supplements. So, uh, Ross, go ahead and tell, tell our audience. Sure. Okay. Um, first of all, for people who want more information about me, my website and my blog and my bio are, are at naturalpharmacist.net. And um, so that's the easiest way to get information about me. Um, if you want information about Dr. O'Hara's probiotics or the RegActive products that I talked about, which boost your glutathione levels, you can go to EssentialFormulas.com. And those are probably the two easiest ways to get the most information. And I will send you, Dr. Ron, the link for your listeners to get a free copy of my quick reference guide to drug-induced nuclear depletions. I think that's great. And I, I really appreciate you taking the time. Uh, I know you're busy, but I think it, you know, the, the only thing that we can do is get the information out to as many people as possible Uh this is our fifth year with this with this podcast with over 380 episodes, and uh, if we can just uh, influence a few people, I'm, I'm sort of happy to be here every day and, and, and uh, do this. But I, I know it's, it's uh, I really do appreciate your your time. Um, well, you what are, I would like you're a health warrior, and I appreciate all that you do. Well, thank you very much. And what I'd like to do at some point in the future uh, after uh, – by the way, ladies and gentlemen, this, I also have a YouTube channel, Dr. Ron, and this, this will be on YouTube tomorrow also. And my Facebook page, Dr. Ron Unfiltered Uncensored, it'll be on there. It, it'll be all over the place. So you, there's, you've got to tell your friends about the microbiome and how important it is. I mean, they're wearing masks and, and, and they're, they're using antiseptic washes, and we could go through that. that that's, another, that's another show. But, you know, you've got to take care of yourself from the inside out. And this microbiome, is if you take care of that, it'll take care of you. Your your, your immune system will be fortified. Uh, you know, and you know, I'm not saying that this is the only answer because lifestyle. You know, lifestyle influences our genetics more than the genes. You know, the, the you know, your lifestyle, how what you eat, how you act, how you sleep, your, how much, how you control your stress, uh, how much exercise. And you don't have to be... Uh, you know, a, a, a marathon warrior. You just got to get your meat off the seat and do some walking. If you're a computer geek, you got to put a, 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 a timer on your desk and, uh, you know, stand timer. And when it goes down, you got to get your butt off and walk around the house. You, you have to maintain 
uh, activity. Like a, one of my teachers from the 60s, early, I, I got to tell him how people old I am. He, uh, he said, running water doesn't freeze. So you must keep, and I probably thought he was crazy even when I was in my 20s. But anyway, now as I'm getting older, it, it, it really is important to keep busy. So with me rappling on here, uh, I just want to again thank uh, Ross Pelton, and we, maybe we'll have a show. We'll just take, take questions from the audience. I'll open up all these lines that are, that are showing here now, and uh, maybe just have a blast doing that. Is that good? Could that work for you at some point? You bet. All right, great. So thank you again, and we appreciate you being here. And we hope to see you again on uh, Dr. Ron Unfiltered Uncensored. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, this has been a great education for me. I hope you learned something. Uh, Next week, we're just going to talk about the coronavirus, and we're going to talk about the the politics of it uh, and, and what's true and what's not true. Uh, again, we'll be talking probably about the microbiome because your immunity is really important. And um, with that, we are going uh, to sign off and see you on the radio next week. Thank you for tuning in. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening to Dr. Ron Unfiltered, Uncensored with your host, Dr. Ron. We are here each and every week. Thank you for taking the time out of your busy schedule. We bring you medical news that you can use. Medical news that's up to date on drug reactions and interpretation of medical articles. We also have some great guests scheduled. So thank you again. Have a great week. Listen to us on Apple, Alexa, iHeartRadio, TuneIn Radio, Spotify, Stitcher. Ciao.